Welcome to From Beyond, a podcast about consciousness, metaphysics, and a wide variety of provocative spiritual topics. Cindy Riggs is an internationally renowned Universal Channel author and spiritual consultant. Cindy has been practicing professionally since 1997, and she has a unique and fascinating perspective on spirituality. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, Jeffrey. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for being here with me. Today, I want to talk about wants and needs. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we've both read this book, Hidden Language Codes by R. Neville Johnston. Yep. And I have a favorite quote in this book, mm-hmm. which prompted this discussion. And the quote is, anyone who has just used the word need has told the entire room what they are scared to death of. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. One of the first things I, I underlined in the book. Sure. Because, wow. Yeah. How often do we use the word need every day? Yeah. It's it's an interesting concept because the, the whole book itself, and this is what I love about this book, it makes you think about how you're using words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in, in society today, people interpret things so many different ways. And I think at times it really has to do with their own comfort level and what they're intending to get out of a conversation. So when Neville speaks, though, there's just a stripping away of concepts that are not productive to me. Right. Self-defeating. Correct. And so I was thinking about that, too. Mm -hmm. I was thinking the whole purpose of this podcast is to bring up things, ways in which we defeat ourselves, ways in which we are in our own way. I, the word need, and you know, and for our listeners, obviously, I'm a school principal and I work with kids. Mm-hmm. When a kid comes in and tells me they need something, um, it's different than when like an adult comes in and tells me he needs something. So for, to me, for the purposes of this conversation, to me, we're talking about um, adult type stuff. Because when a kid yes. comes in and tells me they need something, like they're still working on developing their brain. Yes, true. So, you know, mm-hmm. what their needs are of, I really need to get to lunch and sit with my friends. Well, that's... <laughs> that's right, that's not like a life yeah, or death that's a 10-year-old thing. But right. somebody who says, you know, I need $10,000. Now you're getting into the crux of, you just told everybody you're scared to death of not having $10,000. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and what, what level and capacity are we talking about here with... What are we applying $10,000 to? So I, I think this is a fascinating mm-hmm. concept and discussion mm-hmm. uh, from Neville's point of view because you start to pick through um, what do we really need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? so, right. Right. And um, because we use the word so haphazardly, so like naturally now. Yep. But awareness, mm-hmm. spiritual awareness is about being aware of what we're thinking, especially if we know anything about the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so need is fear. Mm-hmm. It is. It's fear-based it's ego. Yep. It's fear. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that versus what energy you want to draw to yourself, going back to law of attraction, like to me, when you start talking needs, now you're putting that energy out there and mm-hmm. the universe will respond. The universe will tell you, okay, that's what I'm hearing you say. We got you. We'll send you the fear and, and the lack and the right. creating of more need and more anxiety. So. Yeah. Neville says, we do not need anything. Need is a non-word. There is no such thing. It is just a habit, an addiction, he calls it. 
useless and hurtful self-indulgence. It's a word used by dark advertising wizards to trick people into buying useless junk. Mm -hmm. Yes. And whatever it describes moves away from you, like you were just saying. I need $10,000. Well, guess what's moving away from you? <laughs> That's right. But people say, but the law of attraction says, think about what you want and it'll come to you. Yes. Think about what you want, unless you're, you're saying what you want, but thinking about, I don't have it. Mm -hmm. Because what you're really thinking about is how you're attracting. And you yeah. will attract not having it. Yep. yep. Just like DeMello's uh, programming and DeMello's yes. talking Anthony about. Anthony DeMello, yeah, the couple books I that mean, we talked about previously. really amazing stuff that, that we can take this common language and weave it through all these different concepts. Because mm -hmm. to me what it really boils down to is that we are... <laughs> continually separating ourselves from stuff we are pushing things away when the universe will respond mm -hmm. with whatever energy you give it and being able to stop and like i talked to my little kids press pause and get your mind right yeah to make sure that you are sending the right vibration out right so that the universe will match that energy because it will i mean it's that it's really that simple now is it easy to practice mm, not it's for as some easy folks. as you believe it is right. right absolutely i mean i like that press pause because it's it gives us a moment to be aware uh -huh. of what we're thinking. Uh -huh. It all starts with thought. Yep. This other quote from the book, when we decide something and then place uh -huh. our attention on doubt, this is what I'm talking about. Uh -huh. The doubt takes the place of the decision. The doubt becomes the new decision. Uh -huh. It automatically voids the original decision. Uh -huh. Ah, so when people say, why do I keep meeting the same kind of person or why do I keep failing at what I'm doing? It's because you say what you want, but you believe the doubt, uh -huh. the doubt is overriding yeah. that. And that can go a number of directions to uh, just a lack of confidence all the way down to a, a, what I would consider something serious, a lack of self-love or self-worth, mm -hmm. you know, right. yeah. and being able to work through that concept to me is, is absolutely, um, a great thing that you can do mm -hmm. for yourself mm -hmm. because you really are talking about foundational. You're talking about root chakra stuff. Very foundational. Of fear confidence. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that polarity of that of that chakra. And the confidence piece comes from self-worth, self-love. Um, does everybody have doubts? Sure. I mean, and, and you and I have talked, you know, off off podcast uh, mm -hmm. about things that, that we worry about and stuff like that. And I think we do a good job checking each other on it with, do, yeah. with reminding, hey, what are you trying to attract here? And, uh -huh. you know, when you're, say, wanting a new job mm -hmm. and you're sitting there thinking, man, I don't know if I'm worth that job. Well, you're telling the universe you're not. So That's right. when you don't get it. Much like you're saying, why do I keep attracting the same type of gal or same type of guy? Uh -huh. You just repeat the cycle. That's right. And when people say, this always happens to me, I have to say, I have to stop you there because there's your belief pattern. Uh -huh. And they, they don't think it's the belief pattern. They think it must be a past life uh -huh. or some kind <laughs> of trauma. And maybe it is. But I would say, and so as the Buddha said, it's usually your belief that is the block. Yeah. Or your mind that is the block. And when Neville says the doubt becomes the new decision, it's like, okay, now we got to start over. Yep. This is what I choose. Or he had some other words um, to use instead of need. Select, mm -hmm. choose, create. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Make, attract, desire, and love. Or prefer. Mm -hmm. Prefer. 
I prefer to have a new job. Right. I prefer to have, I prefer a, to new, have a new partner of some sort of, you know, whatever it is yeah, you want I that partner. I prefer to have a new coat mm-hmm. or <laughs> whatever it is. it is. And that actually, I've, I've heard a lot, um, Abraham says, yeah, yeah, yeah. prefer, I prefer this, I prefer that. Mm-hmm. Because when you say I prefer that, I don't, if I say prefer, I don't feel anxiety when I say mm-hmm. that. But if I say I need, mm-hmm. here comes anxiety. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. Oh, yeah. I can feel it in my chest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I skipped over the word wish because. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about that. And I, I, about- I understand why Neville would say that. Because like in the, in the most positive terms, when you're at a birthday party, say make a wish. Like, yeah, you're, I you're wish you a happy for, birthday. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this, you know, this 10 year old's told make a wish. Like they're thinking of something wonderful, positive, and they're, and they're yeah. in that frame of mind sure. of attracting, mm-hmm. not in the, man, I got to rub the, you know, rub the lamp. I only have three wishes. Holy moly. I got to use them right. You know, it's really interesting yeah. to see concepts in, in media over time of mm-hmm. how these words are used because true. Any movie that's done, Aladdin and the genie and the, <laughs> the lamp, you get three wishes and automatically you've got anxiety going, man, I can't waste any of them. Right. That's right. That's right. But in the concept of a 10-year-old birthday party when everybody's yeah. singing, like, I think that's it. So I understand yeah, like why Neville would use that. At the that. birthday party, I wish I had a new bike. Mm-hmm. He's not sitting there like, if I don't have that new bike, I'm going to, you know, be so depressed or, yeah. you know. That's a different kind of birthday party right there. That's <laughs> Very different kind That's of a very different party. kind of birthday party, yeah. So, <laughs> like, oh, like the girl in uh, Willy Wonka. Yes. I want it, Daddy. That's right. You know? Yeah, that's the different kind of birthday party. <laughs> yeah, right it's there. a different kind of birthday yeah. party. So um, that that has brought us to want, which is kind of okay. It's kind of the same as need, but different. Yeah, I think want. This is my opinion. Want okay. is is on hyperdrive when you talk about need. Need need is want. On steroids or hyperdrive, ah. like the transition from I want a new job so that I can have ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you know, the anxiety builds up and all of a sudden it kicks over into need. No, I need that new job because I need that ten thousand dollars. You've locked yourself into a concept to me that's mm-hmm. causing anxiety versus a desire because I think the separation that's caused by the word want just gets amplified, creates this huge chasm, which anytime yeah. you're talking about you know, looking at something in the distance, you're going to have anxiety. I'm seeing a job 20 years from now. What? That's going to create some anxiety. Yes, <laughs> you got to wait. I got to wait that long yeah. type of deal. So, right. so do you think want then is a repeated thought or a pattern of thought that mm-hmm. creates need? Mm-hmm. So Neville says the slave word is want. Mm-hmm. The slave word that is used to create separation, just like you said. Yeah. As soon as our voice creates the want waveform, Want is created. Uh When we say we want something, we are declaring it to be apart from us. Uh That's what you're talking about. Uh That space, that gap. It is synonymous with the word need. And he says that. So replace want with create or attract and watch magic enter your life. But don't just replace the word and then still have doubt. Uh Because doubt will take place of it. Well, and so we keep rolling back to the concept of fear, ego, and love and awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we keep coming back to that same concept. And for our listeners that when, when you hear this stuff, like to me, it, it goes back to, are you going to be in a state of fear? Are you going to be in a state of love? 
-hmm. Are you going to be in this place of anxiety or are you going to be aware of it? And press mm -hmm. pause, get your mind right and say, you know what? I believe or I decide. Like I decide. Yeah. Tell the universe what it is that you are going to aim for. And, you know, there's... And then, Go ahead. And then decide on it. Yeah, right. and, and then start taking steps towards it, whatever mm -hmm. that looks like and feels like for you. Because there are folks out there who do work on, you've got to visualize yourself in that new job. Right. you got to visualize yourself with that new partner who treats you the way you want to be treated, mm -hmm. who does things with you who, that you want to do. Or that new car that you want, you can, but you, you're not just going to sit there and be afraid and go, if I don't get this car, I'm never going to get the girl I want. Or, you know, I'm, I'm never, never going to have, have confidence right. in myself. What steps can you take to get there type of deal and be mm -hmm. working in a positive manner? And picture yourself driving that new car because the universe will respond accordingly. You know, Right, and if you don't know what steps to take, mm -hmm. the steps are pay attention to your thoughts mm -hmm. and make sure they're all certain mm -hmm. and in alignment with that decision mm -hmm. because... When you say fear or love, a lot of people think of love as romantic. Yeah. Oh, love. Yeah. Fear or certainty. Mm -hmm. How about that? Faith, sure. truth. Mm -hmm. Some of those words. Yep. Yep. I mean, language is so powerful. It is. That yep. it is, every word is a vibrational pattern. Correct. Anything you put out creates a vibration. Yeah. Thoughts included. And will, you know, with the, with the law of polarity. Mm -hmm. And the law of vibration and the law of balance, essentially, where the, the pendulum is going to swing both directions. Like, whatever you put out, there's going to be an opposite polarity. There's going to be a, a swing out there and a swing back. Like, mm -hmm. it, it really is amazing to see because, and, and people, I don't think, a lot of times see those things. But if you just stop for a minute and you... Again, press pause. I don't mean to beat it in the ground, but like it, it works with my it works with my young people. Yeah, like, you've got to stop for a second because they resonate with. If you press pause on your phone, the music stops for a minute yeah, and it gets it peaceful. Or you stop the video you're watching. Yeah, you take a moment and it gets peaceful. Yeah, you can sit there and go, okay, what am I really doing here? Am I thinking that I need this so bad? And, and I'm not talking about I need oxygen. Okay, I'm no, with you okay. on that one. There is a need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do need, need oxygen. But do you, we need water. Do you need? You know, we, we can talk about folks who have um, addiction, which is a concept I think gets woven into this. Yes. Do you need a drink? Do you need well, to speed? Do you need things that, you know, potentially are harmful? Right. You know, pressing pause and saying, do I really need this? Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't fit into the category of... I need oxygen. What is it I really am looking at? Right, that's good. good what am point. I really thinking about? Very good here? point. Am yeah. I just loathing myself at the moment and saying, I, you know, I need this so I can fill this hole that I keep trying yeah. to fill? You know, it's it's a it's a concept again. Are you going to be afraid? Are you going to exist in awareness and love and mm -hmm. saying I'm going to be creative? Or truth. Yeah. Or certainty. Exactly. As Wallace Waddles said in The Science of Getting Rich. Yes. Think and act in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what What way is he going to tell me that is this certain way? And then I realized it's being certain. Mm -hmm. It's being completely <laughs> confident. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, also quoted in the book is, all addiction is a search for happiness divided by guilt. Mm. Oh, my. That's a whole other podcast, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's a really good that's a really good barometer is, do I need this like I need oxygen? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's very good. Yeah. So 
I mean, and it's, it's, everybody's needs are different. Like we recognize that talking to everybody, like we're, we're giving our perspective on things, but you know, there are very few universal laws, right? Mm -hmm. For us as humans, we need oxygen to breathe. Mm -hmm. That's, that's pretty universal. Yeah. Gravity is another universal law. Sure. Now, I'm not sure how I would apply gravity to. I need gravity. Well, you do, because if you you're do, not gravity, you're be on planet Earth. Yeah, if you don't want to yeah. float off into space. But, yeah. like, something I think folks can can resonate with is the idea of, and, and you're getting into to Maslow's fundamental needs of the human. But, okay. like, to me, I, I think you can apply the term need to a situation and look at it from a point in perspective that 99% of the world will say, hey, you're right, I need oxygen type of deal. There might yes, be folks sure. who, the, the folks who may say the world's flat might not believe you need oxygen either. You know? <laughs> but, no, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't the bottom know. line is, I think 9900% of people can say I need oxygen. Are you really in that spot that you need you know, to drive 120 mile an hour on a freeway? Right, Do or that you, you need a uh, sports car or that you need whatever sure and and moving it into a want category i think is is okay if you're trying to do it in a creative way and and law of attracted to you mm -hmm. and being aware of what it takes to get there and working in that direction including visualizing it but to me the the need place is there's a pretty small list for me of i need this mm -hmm. you know yeah. no that's good that's really good so see who has come here to talk with us today. I believe it is the Archangel Metatron. Wow. Some are not familiar with Metatron. Metatron is spoken of in older versions of the King James version of the Bible, mm -hmm. known as the voice of God. I know Metatron as an archangel, one who governs the sacred geometry mm -hmm. of everything that is here. And Metatron is merging with me now, so this will be interesting. I would have to say that Metatron has taught me a lot about the structure of the universe just by working with Metatron and seeing it. it has taught me a lot about quantum physics even though I do not claim to be a quantum physicist. Mm. <laughs> I know enough that frees me and helps me to understand the law of attraction. So we'll switch over now. I am Metatron, and I have determined that I am aligned with this conversation. How may I assist you? Well, thank you for being here. It is our, our pleasure certainly to talk to you today. We have been, as you well are aware, been talking about these human concepts of, of wants and needs. Concepts um, of lack. Yes. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Um, I think what I would like to ask to start, because we, we had a little bit of a conversation at the end of our talk about perspective, because for each human, want and need is different as it should be because we're all different yes what would you say when we're talking about universal truths what are needs to you what are needs to source what what does that mean needs to source source has no needs mm. only desires to have many many different expressions and experiences it has no needs 
Although a human might look at a different point of view in that it has all the needs. <laughs> so how would you describe how we acquired that concept then? If we are universe. Oh, fear. Fear, the duality, the dual nature of yourself, the ego, the fear, the ego self. Fear causes thoughts and feelings of lack. And therefore, all of these concepts you have created around lack. And lack is fear. I use lack for the purpose of this conversation. Okay. So... Does it answer the question? It does. It begets more questions, but... Excellent. I, <laughs> I am fascinated by the idea of that duality and how that came to be. And hmm. the, so duality came to be as <laughs> many will not want to hear this, but duality was created as an experiment to see if a certain type of being or beings could remember who they really are. And these beings are aspects of the source. So this was directed by the source as a place of powerful, magical creation with limitless possibilities. And I wondered, because to me, we are brought here to learn. We are brought here to evolve. We choose to take these lifetimes on in order to continue our learning. You bring yourself here. Yes, which that's to your point of the trying to remember who we are over a lifetime and I can just tell you at my age <laughs> I'm starting to I'm starting to understand that a little better because things perspective wise have changed so I guess the question I would ask you is is that learning curve is that personal to each human and if so how how would you say that's determined it is unique to each human first of all they bring in specific ideas, intentions, desires, things that they would like to experience. And then the experiment is, can I achieve these things or will I get in my own way? Will I block my, my own achievement with buying into the fears and the lack and everything else you call fear here or can you stay strong, willed, and overcome it? It's just a game, you see. Yeah, a game we sometimes, I think, take a little too seriously, but... And that is a problem, too. When people take things so seriously, it is usually from fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they blend that original guilt, original sin, fear. Very interesting concepts, but not truths. Yeah. So what what does source believe causes the transition from want to need? Just repetition and adding to it, adding to the thoughts, the emotions of fear. So emotion, as you know, is more powerful than thought. Thought creates emotion, energy in motion, and then it begins to fuel 
more of the creation. A very powerful tool if you, if you can truly create and manifest something, which you have done, which this one has done, this one I speak through. Very powerful. Indeed. If there is certainty, if there is fear, it is still very powerful. <laughs> and then you end up getting what you don't want. So, in terms of ability to create, would you say certainty and fear have the same level of ability? Certainty is a little bit more powerful. Okay. Because certainty comes from a place of love, whereas fear comes from a place of lack. Certainty comes from a place of love, yes. And I would say alignment with truth rather than love. Okay. Alignment with truth, alignment with who the person really is, who they know they are, which is an aspect of the source. Mm -hmm. And I would like to say something else about your previous question, which is, as you have these thoughts of want, they, they add to each other, like placing a spoonful of water into a glass every time you have the thought of the want, and it fills it up, fills it up, fills it up. It keeps increasing what is there. And that is how it becomes a need. So, and then it overflows eventually, and then you're overwhelmed. Okay. So could we say with your analogy that when that water spills over, we go from need to addiction? Yes, this analogy would apply to addiction. Okay. Because the first spoonful was harmless but you continue to add, add and add and add. And then it becomes not only a neural pathway in your brain, but it becomes an energetic pattern that exists within you. And the universe is responding accordingly. Yes. Without judgment, remember. Yes. It just responds. It just responds. Okay. So what advice would you give our listeners? Imagine that the universe is one consciousness that surrounds you that you are suspended in. And it loves you so much that whatever you choose to think it will respond to. Because you are the one with all of the power here in this reality. You are the one with free will thinking. And when I say that you are the one with all of the power... Most don't understand that. Most don't understand the true power of their thinking. But there is no one outside of you in the spirit world or the universe that decides what helps you and what does not help you here. You are the one who decides. Which so is, there are those who can't decide for themselves. Yeah, and they have chosen that experience too. To usually to impact the people around them. Which begets the question of the folks who choose that, because it is a choice. What does the, going back to the, one of the original conversation points of, of being awake, of remembering mm -hmm. what, before you came back, what it was that you know, like what does it take to overcome that moment where you are awake and making the same choice over and over again. You get into this 
um, fear-based want to need to addiction hmm. what what or is that is that vary per person I, I guess it, that's it varies per person for some they have to hit rock bottom as you call it for others they simply need something to interrupt the pattern so some will be injured in a car accident some will be injured in a sports event some will have a sudden death in their family Something that interrupts their pattern. Okay. Or a book that appears. Mm, yeah. That brings a little bit of wisdom, and then the person chooses to interrupt themselves. Okay. And I appreciate that because I, I think, when I think about our listeners who are going to be hearing you um, at some point here in the future, that they understand the idea of an event happening does not have to be necessarily a death in a family. No, no, no. It could be something as simple as they a can... song on the radio. Yes. Or, a, as, as you so well put it, a book showing up at the right time. Right. But even those humans that say, I need to be hit up on the side of the head or whatever they say <laughs> um, to for my guides to get my attention, those are the people that are so resistant that they will need something traumatic or dramatic mm -hmm. in order to wake up but no any human has the opportunity to wake themselves up mm. before something more interesting causes the interruption in their pattern something our media is talking about right now um, is how there is such a need for more mental health services I wonder <laughs> how the universe looks at that concept as it relates to us being wanting, needing, addicting, <laughs> and what that looks like. Seems that the pandemic is really need, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know that folks are looking at it that way, but I can hear that. I can understand that. Mm -hmm. And so the way the universe looks at it as it, it is simply an interesting part of the experiment. We have no particular judgment or okay. opinion about it. It's just what is occurring with all of the choices of the minds of those who are here. It's just an interesting part of the experiment. It's no different than watching a war from afar. That person chose to shoot in that direction, and that person chose to run in that direction. It's just... it's. It's individual choices, and yet it is also a collective choice at the same time. Because we're all connected. We all are one. You have played with magnets with iron filings, yes? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> and so you see how all of the little pieces will magnetize to something, and then some pieces won't. Mm -hmm. Because of the separation. Right. Wow. I see what you did there. That's well done. <laughs> Of course, I should expect that from them. I am the Metatron. Yes, I should expect that. <laughs> well, I guess the last question I would ask you is, what advice do you have for us at this point with a world that seems to have so many wants, needs, and in some instances, addictions? What What would you say to us as a collective? As a collective. What, what can we do? Focus more on your thoughts than anybody else's, first of all. Because when you are focusing on what other people think and believe, mm. and then making a comparison or deciding, huh, 
when you find yourself having to choose a side about anything, you're still in duality. And that pattern ought to be interrupted. You can interrupt a pattern simply by writing with your non-dominant hand or eating with your non-dominant hand or driving a new route to work. Mm. You can interrupt your pattern pretty easily. Go outside and spin around. <laughs> that makes sense. In because... a counterclockwise fashion. <laughs> Stop being... I'm not telling you that this is my opinion. I am just saying, I'm answering your question. Right. Stop being a lemming. Mm. Stop being such a follower. Mm. And search for truth inside you because it's already there. Right. Don't search for it outside of you. You will always find untruths. Just like you're talking about the pandemic, it's just an interesting part of the experiment. It just is. Right. Your your pandemic with regard to uh, an illness, I am speaking of need as a pandemic. Right. Need is the disease. And everyone thinks that it's normal for them to need things. But you have already stated what a need truly is. No, that makes a ton of sense. So don't expect to change overnight either. Mm. It is a process. You did not get where you are overnight. It was thought after thought after thought, all accumulated. Now you just have to unaccumulate it. Let go of those thoughts, those concepts, those beliefs. And there are many practitioners that have many techniques to help you mm -hmm. But they won't do it for you. They can't do it for you. You are the decision maker of your life. Decide right now that you will choose something different. Because we are here to learn. That's for sure. You're here to create and learn as you do. Amazing, Metatron, as always. Amazing. Thank you for the honor of assisting you today. We are grateful for your wisdom. You Metatron. <laughs> wow. I think that might be helpful. Is there anything unanswered? Do you think? <laughs> I, I oh, think we added. Tons. <laughs> I right. think we added questions, but that's okay because again, okay. We're, we, we're here to learn, right? <laughs> we are. We are, and we're here to help inspire yes. our listeners with what we're learning. We're yeah. all learning together. Learned a lot today. Yes. A lot more things to think about. That's for sure. Thank you, Metatron. Thank you, Jeffrey. No, thanks for having me. Really enjoyed sure. this today. We'll see you all next time. Thank you, and thank yourself for taking the time to entertain some new spiritual concepts today. I hope it has been interesting and or helpful. You can find Cindy's channel books on Amazon. Kindle versions also available. And visit my website, cindyriggs.com.